Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What you listening to, man, what they talking about? They talking I got about? my hand up on that, now I'm trying to figure trying out. To figure it doesn't out. matter who's the guest or what's the subject, because they keep it 100 and them callers love it. The real show got you tuned in, ready for action, like a bad chick texting what's happening. They ain't here giving 5 o'clock news, our host keep it blunt, sharing their point of views. They going in, man, because they ain't got no filter, because they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the lady. With music and what's trending, that's basics On primetime hours, you can never go wrong And you ain't music and what's going on And your neck of the woods like Al Roke on today like Feeling entertained with the radio show Tuesday, Thursday, take another, let them know Let them telephone rings Yeah, I'm on this thing All right, these bring a friend nice, just, you know, keep getting better and better. That's we got friends in here. So we got my man Chris on the Go podcast. Got Big Debo, my black friend podcast. Zeno, ZZ Talk podcast. And my homegirl, Carol J, Lady CJ, the Carol J podcast hanging out. It's just friends all over the place. What's up, folks? How y'all doing? What's up with it, y'all? How y'all doing? How's it going? I'm trying to fix my camera. I love the, the, the raw stuff. Zeno trying to get his camera together. It's it's all good, though. It's all good. All right. So the last time the show, as we had it, had convened, didn't realize that all this stuff was going to happen in a matter of a week. So we got, like, let's say, a board of issues that we could talk about. So I'm going to name them off, and now I guess we could just do the major- majority of who wants to talk about what. So let's see. We got Killer Mike winning several Grammys and then getting arrested. We got... And I'm really pissed off about this. We got to talk about the rap category not even being televised on the Grammys. All right. Jay-Z, he's speaking on, you know, Beyonce not being nominated and other issues that's going on with the Grammys. And maybe there's something we can get into later. I don't know. But Brock Lesnar looked like he on his way to getting canceled right out of WWE altogether. So we got a whole list of stuff here to start with. 
this is a democracy, not a dictatorship. So we can take this wherever. What do y'all feel like is the thing that we should probably dive into? They all have great. Uh, not you know, it, it's all something that could be talked about at length. But what does the panel say? Well, I'm from Atlanta, so you know I'm my bias. Yeah, yeah, Grammy. Yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say. I mean, we got the Atlanta-based show. I mean, why not talk about the Grammy Award winner Killer Mike? Right. Atlanta's own. Well, that just about settles it. Then uh, we're gonna start off the show talking about Killer Mike. All right, and this is so, coming from the Louisiana guy. Just putting that. Yes, out. it's all good. We should, you know. Radio show ATL, I'm a Louisiana guy too, so Man, Atlanta, out there look. look, Atlanta and Louisiana ain't nothing but cousins. That's all it is. You know the fuck we ain't. Don't ever say that. <laughs> Nigga, we ain't nothing but cousins. Whether you like I it or not. I will never be cousins with no fucking swamp ass niggas. Are you crazy? Hey, look. So mm -hmm. all right, so we, we said we was gonna start with Killer Mike, so let's start with that. So it leads into a couple things. So the Grammys, you know, that's the big thing in music where if you get one of those, that's the stamp put on your career and everything. So Michael, uh, Killer Mike has his album, Michael. He just sweeps the, the, the rap categories, man. You know, best rap album. He just racks up three of them all in one night. This is like the crowning achievement of his career, you know. And they deserve that too. And the only video that we get from it, because they didn't tell about the rap category, we'll get to that later is showing killer mike being walked out in his suit in handcuffs uh i mean what are we what what are we doing here i mean we're gonna start with ladies first on this one carol j I, okay what's going on it's a lot of emotions and oh how i feel about that because you you know they they look at rappers as I don't know. They they look down on them anyway, and they. I feel like it wasn't necessary to capture that moment on camera. Nobody needed to see that. It was not necessary. This this black man is in handcuffs. Like, I, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I can't. I can't. It's, it, I found it fucked up too. Like this man is celebrating the height of his career. Right. A Grammy he's so long for, he stayed down for, stayed loyal to his craft for, you know, and just to see that afterwards, for one, we didn't even get to see him live to celebrate that at one. And it's crazy that I even said it like that because I might have sent this to us in the group chat, uh, Debo and 16, but I literally found out on Instagram, not even realized the Grammys was going on at the time. I was like, where has the promotion been about this? Or like, how am I finding out on Instagram about this and not even seeing this in live? Like, and I was like, it was it it bothered me a little bit I'm like, man, they really just trying to put us on a back burner. Like, yep. you, you steal a culture from us. You see the coaches everywhere, right? You steal that for us, but when it's our moments. Us who's really part of the culture don't even get to see those moments or get to live within those moments in present time, right? We always got to hear about it on the social media after the fact or if we hearing about it in present time like Killer Mike, it's always the negative parts about it. We can't celebrate the positive moments about it. It's just bullshit. Like, 
I found it it for it. I hate that for, for that man because he was just in a joyous moment. If you seen his speech, you can you can just see how proud he was, how happy he was for himself and celebrating his achievements. And then that clip of him getting arrested surface just completely put that his joyous moments on the back burner. I was like, man, that's come on, man. That, just fucked up that man moment like that. Well, I mean, if we just really take a kind of don't look at the, the, the micro, but kind of like zooming out in the past, like few years, we've seen this a lot happen with black men. Right. Look at Will Smith. Now, I know that was self-imposed. And I guess this could be self-imposed because I still don't know what happened with Killer Mike and why All they right. put locked him up. But I mean, we saw Will Smith literally the night of his life where it's a, like you said, a crowning achievement for him. And then it kind of gets boiled down to a nigga moment where, you know, he slaps Chris Rock on stage right before he gets, you know, the award that he'd been waiting for his entire career. I just think it's, it's kind of an agenda, especially considering like last year was like the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So like they wanted to use it in the show at that point. And now fast forward a year, they don't even televise who getting the awards. It's kind of crazy, but it seems like it's it's real planned. I'm not saying Killer Mike getting locked up. I don't even know why he got locked up is the plan part, but it definitely seems premeditated where they waited for somebody of color to fuck up. We're going to film that. We're going to put that out. We're going to show you that video, but we're not going to show you the video of him doing what he's supposed to do and him getting recognized for his greatness. Because like you said, Killer Mike been in the game a long time and hasn't been recognized for how really good he truly is. And I just think, just as a Killer Mike fan, I think this is real fucked up. At the same time, there's no real information as to what happened. And that's my problem. Like, is this a nothingness moment where they just detained him for no reason, but you gonna show him getting carried away in the fucking handcuffs, but then you immediately let him go? Like, that's kind of the fucked up part to me because there's been a lack of surprising lack of information in regards to it. Cause remember after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, there was like tons of like think pieces and articles about it. Right. Oh, this is the reason Chris Rock has been messing with Jada for forever. And you know, Will and Jada never had it. Like it was a whole shit ton of fucking like information. And it's the lack of information. Now I just feel like this, it just feels like it's not, it, it was put together. It feels like it's a real created narrative, and I, I don't, I don't fuck with it. But then again, I don't fuck with the Grammys anyway. You said it felt like it was put together. Um, Zeno, man, I know you want to hop in. I know you got some thoughts on this, man. Let's see what you got. Yeah, uh, I had to run downstairs to get hardwired because I wanted to make sure that it came across clearly. Um, there we go. First thing, I don't want us to conflate this with the Will Smith thing. I feel like to talk, Will Smith. Um, he he started to believe his own hype because after 30 years of you know being the NBC you know boy with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and then being the blockbuster guy, he sort of forgot that at the end of the day you're still black. So if you if you slip up, you're gonna be brought down, right? You can't just you know be going on stage and slapping Chris Rock. Um, so I, I won't conflate what happened to Killer Mike with this. Killer Mike, um, I think. He he has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because he's very outspoken about his beliefs. He's a very outspoken uh, supporter of Bernie Sanders. He was just on Bill Maher uh, on Friday, two days before the Grammys. Um, it, it wouldn't 
it wouldn't surprise me at all if someone was like, let's knock this guy down a peg. Um, he actually did um, talk about it uh, a couple of days later, saying it was like an, an overzealous security guard or whatever. Um, you know, probably just a guy who's like, oh, here's this black guy. Let me, you know, say whatever to him. And um, he, he was, I mean, I didn't see the interaction. I imagine just from everything I know about Killer Mike, he was probably right to stand his ground. Um, on the matter of the Grammys uh, not televising the, the rap categories, this always happens. Like you mentioned, uh, Debo, they showed it yes uh, last year because it was the 50th anniversary. But in general, it's always the pre-show. Drake, whose <laughs> crowning achievement was winning um, best album, uh, best rap album um, for Take Care, and that wasn't televised. Um, and it seems like year after year, they they always all these rappers always say that you know the Grammys are disrespecting the craft and all that stuff by making it not even prime time. When you consider the fact that hip hop is the biggest musical export of the U.S., maybe some other pop categories, but really hip hop. Look at if you look at K-pop, all the dancing and all that stuff is very hip hop inspired. Um, if you look at kids growing up in in Africa, they're rapping along lyric for lyric without knowing what it means to hip hop songs. You know, so it's the biggest export. Yet when it comes to Grammy night, even though that's what's moving numbers, that's what's keeping the music industry afloat, it doesn't get prime time um, viewership, which actually ties in to Jay Z speech later on, which and which. I love how articles took out the one part he said about Beyonce not winning album of the year and saying, oh, he's targeting Taylor Swift when he really wasn't. They took out that one part and didn't focus on the whole thing he was trying to say, which is that we just want you guys to get it right. DMX had two number one albums uh, in the same year and did not get a Grammy nomination. Not uh, one. Not one. Uh, no, and just to that point, not to cut you Z, but no yeah. other hip hop artist has never done that since. Yeah, yeah. Um, Will Smith um, was the first, um, I think, first person to win um, for best rap song or whatever. Him and Jazzy, yep. Jazzy Jeff, yep. and he boycotted the dram the Grammys because he found out that his category was going to be in the pre-show. You know, so it's like it's it's a constant thing that's been going on. And they haven't corrected it. And one of the, it, 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 they're just constantly egregious. Like, remember 2013 or 2014 when Macklemore won Best Rap Album oh over What's right, the Thing, over Nothing Was the Same, over Good Kid Mad City? I mean, that category was stacked and Macklemore won. So it's just, it's constant with it. And that's what Jay Z was trying to talk about. Uh, and it, it ties in so well with Killer Mike's moments being before prime time, but everyone sees him being walked out and being, you know, handcuffed or whatever. So anyway, thoughts. <laughs> yeah. It's um the, the the point about it probably that disappointed me the most was that now we could say this is that you know everybody has their own opinion about where they feel like hip hop music is. I feel like it's down right now. And if it probably was a time to kick kick hip hop, it now is the, probably the time to do it. But that's still no excuse to not televise, um, you know, a genre that has helped shape these other genres. Because everybody borrowed from hip hop. Zeno, I just said it. Everybody borrows from that that genre uh, from top to bottom. Chris, you said that before many times on here too. It's like they they borrow from that. But the part that that 
a, a moment like that for somebody like Killer Mike wasn't televised or whoever would have won is not televised. It's just a travesty. And I feel like if people really want to get something out of the Grammys, either they stop showing up and adding credibility to the award <laughs> show or shut up about it. It's like one or the other. Like it, it can't be both ways. Didn't Kanye say that? They called him crazy. I, I mean, I know since yeah. you don't want to acknowledge the shit, but Kanye literally said this shit uh, 10 years ago. And everybody said, oh, you now it might have been the way he delivered it was fucked up. I agree. But sometimes you got to be yeah. fucked up to get your point across. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes motherfuckers don't understand civilized. Sometimes you got to get You got to let a little bit of the, you know, the uncivilized come out. So I, I understand that part. But I, I guess what I'm getting at is, is that um, it doesn't seem like anything's going to change with that. Because, see, y'all educated me because, see, this show, man. <laughs> I watch more of the Grammys uh, than I mean, Zena. You've been on here before after the Grammys, man. We 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 the hip hop show that don't be watching award shows. But yeah. I had no idea. I was just like Chris. I found out Killer Mike won through social media. I'm like, but the Grammys, like, it just came on. How did he win an award? Because they didn't show it my on TV. whole point, bro. My whole point. We so at least when Grammys would be televised, I'm I'm used to it coming on at like seven o'clock Central Time, right? So I'm thinking, oh, Grammys about to start at seven o'clock. I'm waiting till seven o'clock to see this. Uh, the Grammys come on, bro. Grammys hadn't been on a whole hour and a half already. I'm like, what the hell is going on, bro? Now, to Zeno's point, there's in any award, like um, the 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 Academy Awards and the uh, what's the one for for the Tonys and stuff like that. They have tons of like awards that are shown on the pre-show that are not shown on the actual prime time episode like a lot of that stuff when you see the people doing the red carpet they're already getting awards in there people are already no, getting right. awards and winning and stuff but those are very much for like minor categories like you know that's talking about music in, a, in a movie or some shit like that but like rap and hip-hop i feel like it's a big enough genre that it should warrant at least five minutes at least if you do, if you're not gonna do all the album if you're not gonna do song of the year at least do album of the year album of the year should yeah. definitely get Bro, Some that's type the of point. That, that's the biggest point. The fact that it's relegated to the pre-show, despite being one of the biggest genre, I would say probably the biggest genre um, in music this day. Like, if if you guys have kids or whatever, well, uh, this doesn't quite count because we're all black. But like, if you look at like white kids in school, the songs that they rap that they sing along to are rap songs. The ones that they have filling up their playlist are rap songs. So the idea that the ones that get the most streams get relegated to pre-show still is it's mind-boggling to me. Um, God, those, they got a whole album of kids songs that are hip-hop songs that didn't make Kidified. What is that? It's, what was the album called? Kids Bop. Kids Bop. Kids Bop. a thing. It's a whole thing. Uh-uh, but, not too much on Kids Bop, wait. Because they, they sure had a Hey Y'all version on that Kids Bop. It's still stuck in my head. Sorry, Miss Jackson kid version is crazy to me. It, I mean, and it's crazy too, like, to, 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 to the point, like, when you look at artists like Travis Scott, who threw a little, little shot in his performance, like, but when you look at his shows, who's selling out his, his tickets the most? Who's buying his tickets the most? Who's buying his merch the most? Who's selling out and buying his shoes the most? You know White what I mean? Like kids. Sorry. You did, you did what I'm saying? So it's like, 
to to say hip hop culture doesn't influence majority of this music entertainment world to to, to throw that on the back burner like that it's like y'all really trying to discredit like yo y'all, y'all really trying to put it in our face like hold on no no we not look gonna let y'all have this moment no 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 but aren't we aren't we used to that because come on we keep going back to the grammars we must be <laughs> right and we, let we keep going back they that's that's not my only point well, something about going back to the Grammy. So there was an interview with Eminem like two or three years ago. He was like explaining why he doesn't go to the Grammys. So um, he, he was saying he doesn't go to the Grammys mostly because of how it's, it's relegated to like minor status. But what they'll do is every now and then they'll like give you, like if you're nominated, they'll give you like a call kind of suggesting that you might be winning because they want you to show up because it adds to the gravitas of the show if you're there. So they want you to show up and then when they announce the winner, it's some rando, you know, and then you're, you're just, the, the, the camera pans to you for your reaction shot. And you're just there looking like, what the hell? Like some bummy thing. And there, there was another uh, interview I read uh, from the president of the, of the Recording Academy, not, not the current one, but the previous one, when, um, he was saying when because they were scrutinizing the the Grammys um, processes or whatever. He was saying that um, the music is listened to by a, a group of music experts from the U.S. Um, for its content, uh, depending on the on the category. If it's if it's record of the year, then it's for um, the you know the musicality. If it's song of the year, it's for songwriting, whatever the case may be. But it's for its content. And that really bugged me because part of the reason why we see like um, the hip hop winners, which by the way, I'm happy Killer Mike won. My brother swears by that album. Um, but we see some of the winners some of the years and we're like, really? That that um, person won? And the reason we think that way is because when we go into these songs, we have context. You know, we, we know things that happened that led up to the song. We know what the song's about. We, it's lived experience. You can't just give it to someone who doesn't have context and say, hey, just just go and grade this on the content and you know give us a, and it's the same thing with the international categories, best international music. And I mean, obviously I'm Nigerian, so I have a bias and I think you know the four Nigerian artists that were nominated, one of them should have won, but then it went to Tyler, uh, Tyler, the South African chick. Really nice song, Water, um, but it won because it's like TikTok viral. But the other four songs, I think, were also really good. But if you're going into it without context, how are you going to you know, pick the right thing? And I feel like the people who vote on, on the rap category, like in the year when Macklemore won, don't actually listen to rap and don't actually understand what good kid Mad City is about. You know, That's the question. <laughs> who, who are they giving these songs to? Or these albums to to grade on their grading scale in regards to the musicality of it, like it makes it, it's it's basically the same way that uh, Billboard came out with that top fifty rappers list. It's like they gave they put a bunch of randoms in a room and said, "Hey, here's a list of artists. Come up with fifty, the top it's fifty, no form, and they just no start picking." Because if you look at Killer Mike's album, if you look at Michael, 
it wasn't even a top, it was like a top 50 album. Like it never reached number one. It never even reached the top 10 at all. So this was probably just based on the fact of looking at the quality of what was put out versus how much it sold. That Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, you could never explain that to me because that'll just never yeah. make sense. Well, and, the Killer Mike one is a, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. still a broken clock. Because it, it, the whole thing was crazy. I just didn't expect all these things to drop in from this show. And then the, the other part of it was, you know, what, what Jay-Z got up and spoke about, with Jay-Z getting the, I don't remember the exact terminology of the Dr. Dre Award. Um, I don't know. Zeno, you'd be good at this, man. Do you remember what yeah, the name it, of the award was? Yeah, it's not it's not the humanitarian award. It's like a something impact award. Um, oh, the, yeah, the, the Dr. Dre Impact Award. Yeah, um, let me see the like the full name, but it, it, I know Impact was in the name. Was um, the, wasn't it the Dr. Dre the Impact Award? Uh, Global Impact Award. Dr. Global Dre Global Impact Award. Yeah. All right, because I, I didn't quite know what the name of it was, so appreciate that. Um, you know that Jay Z got up and spoke about some of the stuff that we're talking about right now, where about you know, the genre of hip-hop being disrespected, Black artists not really fully being given their just doing things like that. Now, I'm going to tell you, it took my wife to straighten me out on what he was talking about, because immediately I was going to, well, why is Jay-Z speaking up about, you know, Beyonce has won the most Grammys we talked about. I think she's 32 Grammys, but she's never won album of the year. And my thing was, is that, hang, this is all, almost about timing. My first thing I said to her was, this was about timing. And she's like, what are you talking about? I mean, I'm probably in the minority. I know I know how you feel about her, Debo, but I thought Renaissance is the weakest of her releases. Like at the time when you're talking about her not being nominated, Renaissance is probably her at her least creative. I know that's not going to go over well with the Beehive, but Renaissance isn't that strong. And it's mid. You're right. You can say it. You, you say what you says. It's mid. It's yeah. And, and somebody who don't like Beyonce. It's definitely her weakest album because yeah. she does have some banging albums. I can't hold she you. She, she got some good albums. It's, there's no other way to put it. She does. And certain ones that you put on, that was the first one that I had put on where I struggled to get through it. And yeah. my wife's like, well, you know, I loved it. I was like, well, it's for you. But I'm just saying in general, it just didn't do anything for me. But she got me back around to what he was saying about how uh, he's basically being there for his queen and you know, saying, speaking on behalf of like, you know, the black artists and everything and stuff like that. So I guess the point I'm getting to is that with Jay-Z, with what he was talking about, where similar to the conversation that we're having, what can somebody like him do who has a voice, a voice of command in music? If he can't help it make change, who, who can help, you know, shine some light on these excellent black artists who get no love from the biggest awards you can get in music? Who who can do it? Well, us, but we'd have to start showing up for us. Yeah, I, I I don't know if the goal should be to fix the Grammys for black artists. The goal maybe should be to elevate the awards that are um, highlighted black artists. The BET Awards. BET Awards. Beyonce and Jay-Z kind of Look at the BT Awards as less than oh, we and that's the problem. I'm the rapper with the most Grammy awards tied with Kanye. Oh, I'm the person with the most Grammy wins. Period. Why would I be attending the BT Awards when the BT is just black folks and this is everyone? But the thing is, maybe you gotta 
elevate just the black folks. You got to make them realize that, look, if you guys keep, you know, looking down on us, you just won't show up. And then you'll find out really quickly that, oh, people actually want to hear the black folks music. That's why Elvis Presley took a lot of his style from black artists, you know, because at the end of the day, you move the culture. Simple as that. I think it's a vicious cycle of where it starts with the consumer, right? We as black people have to support our own, right? So like we have to buy the music. Now we buy the music, but I don't think enough of us are buying the music. So then you circle back around to the artists who like the Jay-Z's and the Kanye's and Beyonce's who don't support these black owned award shows. They're not showing up to, to accept their awards. They're not even, show, even a lifetime achievement. The only time they show up is a lifetime achievement award. They're not showing up to win the award of the year. They, they don't even film like a thank you message and say, and send it in. They just have the person who's a presenter accept the award for them and they get it mailed in the, sent in the mail. That's another problem because you don't have any star power because you feel like you're too big because it's going around to the next loop. You still seeking that validation from these white folks. You still seeking validation from the Grammys and trying to get on a good shot and they're not giving it to you. But then the Grammys saying, well, you're not selling as much as these white folks and then it's circle back around to the consumers. So then it's like, it's just a circle of just shit where all it takes is one of those cogs to break the chain. It could be us buying more black music and supporting our own BT and Soul Train Awards and Image Awards, or it could be the biggest artists supporting those award shows too, but somebody's got to support. The, the point is somebody's got to support and stop seeking validation from these organizations like the Grammys and shit, like the Academy Awards. Like, why don't we have our own like film and TV show and movie awards we, 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 do. we do. We do. They're just considered second tier. Exactly. Um, I, yeah. I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know the name of them. So that's like. Well, like I've never seen an advertising form at all. Awards. Yeah. Oh. I'm, okay. Yeah. No, but the thing is, oh, my bad. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I just wanted to quickly say the thing is, um, like we were saying about Jay Z and all this stuff. Not going to. If the biggest artists, you know, across all the different mediums. Um, in our, within black people, not even just black people, uh, Hispanics, all that stuff, if they are like, we're going to prioritize these awards and we're going to go to those, then they'll start getting picked up by networks. The thing is, right now, you can only find the NAACP Image Award on, you know... TV One. Or TV One or something like that, you know? So, to get picked up... Even that brought a chuckle. When you said that, it even brought a chuckle out when you said that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, uh, CJ? He says Lady CJ in there. Oh, yeah. No, you guys were talking about that. I was thinking of Bounce TV, but I was I was thinking, I mean, but would you, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to attend an award show where Sexy Red is. I'm sorry, don't don't shoot me, but I just- I wouldn't either. I can't. <laughs> it just give me stank vibes, and I feel like I'm up an echelon. But I agree with you know Beyonce and Jay Z feeding them to them white folks. You know, I mean, but where's the medium? Where's the happy medium? I mean, I remember oh three oh four BET Awards used to be like a show, bro, a show. And now to like to your point, like we got sexy red and Glorilla and. and not to you know discredit what those ladies got going on, but like 
we're more the mature consumers of music, so that's not really our taste and liking, right? But I think you, even I think in those more women than... are popular, like that can be a certain spot or segment for the show, but we still need to honor like those those bigger names, like we mentioned, like Beyonce's, the Drakes, the Weekends. Those people need to start showing up because it's like they still gonna be crying about not getting validation from the Grammys, the Academy, uh, um, Academy Awards, whatever you want to call it, the VMAs, Billboards. They keep seeking validation from those, and it's like you putting on this argument that we need to be here for our culture. Black people need to support black people, but you're not showing up when the black people are trying to argue. You. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's the problem. I mean, that's the problem with the world. Like the richest of us don't support the rest of us, and like even though they have the wealth to help bring everybody up, they want to keep everybody down. And mm -hmm. not saying that Beyonce didn't want to keep black people down, but by them openly choosing not to support their own award shows it's to their detriment because now you got a situation where jay-z has to call out everybody on stage on behalf of his wife and i rock with you protect your queen i feel you but then you can't be mad because you and your queen don't even show up to something where they giving you somebody i don't care who it is somebody sell me they give me a war i'm showing the fuck up in a suit it might be too small but i don't give a fuck stop i'm gonna show up bro let with me, some, some, some shiny-ass shoes on, you feel me? Let me ask this. So, so, Carol, I'm a, let me let me ask you this. All right. So, as being a queen, you know, I'm sure you could appreciate Jay-Z speaking up for his woman and everything. But do you feel like it was, do you feel like it was more about him trying to spotlight the fact that he feels like she should have been, even though she's been the most, the, the most decorated Grammy winner there's ever been, she's never won album of the year. Do you feel like it was more about him saying, hey, y'all didn't appreciate what she did and I don't like it, or more about, as a whole, they're not recognizing Black people. Which which one do you feel like it was more of? Ooh, that's, that's hard. But that night, I felt like he wanted to show that they didn't recognize her as this, I don't want to say, you know, the Black culture, but her. Let's be honest. She's been working so hard. She's went on tour. All over the all over the world with Renaissance, and she's highly decorated. He was. I'm personally a, a part of the, the Bay Hive, so I thought she was going to win something too. I I think like this, and I'm not gonna. I don't even want to 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 put it out there like that. But when we look at the Taylor Swift argument, Beyonce literally did the same thing: world tour, documentary, numbers. You Taylor Swift might have sold more, maybe. That's numbers, right? That's numbers. Yeah. But all in all, the woman did the same thing. And we're looking at hip hop culture. Beyonce is the the tier standard for her culture, right? Yeah. So I can see his argument being from that perspective, but you know, it it to me it felt like it was for both. But this is the thing I was talking about about timing, though, Chris. Where I got into it with my wife about what she's like. What do you mean about timing? Is that this would have been a good argument for him to have when, like, maybe, well, I ain't going to say Lemonade because Lemonade was kind of about him and her getting after his ass. But maybe another time when she dropped something that wasn't Renaissance. I kept bringing it back to the music. I get he was standing up for his queen, and I'm down with that because, you know, any man would do that for his woman. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just talking about from a, from a musical standpoint, this is probably not, in my view, 
and I'm I'm pro- I might be wrong, and I'm sure somebody will have something to say about that. That I might be wrong about saying this about Beyonce, but I'm just saying based on this album that did not get nominated, it probably wasn't not rightfully nominated. But I want to feel like the album was nominated for album of the year last year. I don't know. We'd have to fact check that, but I feel right. like it was nominated for something. It just didn't win because it was just it about didn't. Renaissance. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was last Grammys. So okay. it wasn't talking about this Grammys at all. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, so I need the fact. Let me let me let me say this because I know when it comes to awards, right? Sometimes people get recognized for a piece of work that they've done, and it's immediately relevant. For instance, a perfect example: Denzel Washington was recognized for Training Day because Training Day was a great movie, right? However, at the same time, Denzel won that award based off a lifetime achievement worth of stuff. And that's how award shows work. Sometimes award shows give you... But sometimes award shows give you that award. Even though the movie was good, you've had better work to come out before that. Another perfect example, he ain't even black, Leo DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio should have won an award for Wolf of Wall Street, for fucking Titanic, for fucking... Like, just a myriad. Django. He could have won an award for any one of those movies because he was the best actor in any one of those movies. Him, they gave it to him in a mid. I mean, because let's face it, the revenant, the revenant is, is not that great to me. Yeah, it's so, mid. So Leo won that for the revenant for the reasons you're saying, but I will say, even though, like, if if you're like, here's your your average career who has had like, like, if you to do like a run to middle score, his acting level is probably top tier all the time. But I will say he was right to lose every one of them. Because when you look at each person he was put up against each time, like I think he lost for Blood Diamond to Forrest Whitaker for The Last King of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Amazing right. performance. Uh, he lost, um, oh, God. He lost to Daniel Day Lewis in Gangs of Wall Street. No, Gangs Gang of, of New, New York. York. Yeah. Uh, there was, oh, Django, he lost to his co star, Christoph Waltz. And he should, and he, and it, but I think Wolf of Wall Street, he should have won for that hands down. That movie is incredible. He was incredible in that movie. Yeah, he's, he's and I think they gave it to Daniel Day Lewis again over him. And Daniel Day Lewis is a fantastic actor. Don't get he's me wrong. One, but I think that that might be one that Leo could have won. One day yeah. soon, the same person who's going to explain to me why we was buying up so much toilet paper during the pandemic is going to explain to me, to my face, how Denzel Washington lost to Al Pacino when my when Denzel Washington didn't play Malcolm X, he was Malcolm X. We yeah, give it to him yeah. for training day. I, but because, I, I because they, were giving, they were giving Al Pacino, if I'm correct in the year, they were giving Al Pacino mm-hmm. the of a woman for the very same reason Debo is talking about. It's because it's Al Pacino, not because it's like a great performance. It's because it's exactly. like a you know lifetime a lifetime of of of, of good work. It's bullshit. Yeah. Because Al Pacino didn't win for Heat, and he should have, because Heat is a fantastic movie. He yeah. is great. I and just, and, and, and that's, that's, why, that's why Beyonce is going to win Grammy of um, uh, Best Album eventually, because, because they're going to look at this Jay-Z speech, they're going to look at the Lifetime and all that stuff and be like, let's give it to her. And then half of the people on the internet, is gonna they're going to be like, oh, she didn't deserve it. It's only because Jay-Z spoke up. Yeah. Well, how, how and it's going to be a real mid-album, too. It's not even going to be a good I've, album. It's going to be real average. This. <laughs> I've, I've heard this, and again, I, I don't want to make. I, I like I like Beyonce. I like her music. 
she got some bangers out there. So I'm not making this indictment of her. But That's could true. it be just the case? And I'm just playing devil devil's advocate with this. Is that, and I've heard this argument, is that she has a, I feel like it's an extreme talent where you can be a singer, but you have an extreme talent to make hit songs. And she has this ability to make hit songs. But does that equal a great album? She may have banger songs, but collectively, does that make an album, you know, a great album? How many banger songs does it take to make a great album is the question. You you beat me to it. I was just about to say. Because, like, if you got five singles on the album of 17 tracks, that's a fucking hit album. Yeah. If you got five number one hit songs on the album, that's a hit fucking album. Well, then yeah. based on Here. that, then 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 she's had it because she has more than five bangers on pretty much everything she's ever done. You got at least five songs Ooh. or more that are like that. So he here's the problem. Like he don't know. You don't know about that. So you know, like, I don't know about that. Uh. But, but here's the problem. When you have, when you're great at something, oftentimes, and it's to your detriment that you're graded against yourself. Mm. So like, if we're grading Beyonce off of whatever album which had like ten hit songs on it, but she only got five on this album, then it's a drop off. And, and that's the problem off. when you're being great for so long. It is a drop off. If you have 10 hit songs on one album, right? Your sophomore album or your, your freshman album, everything else is going to be graded to your greatest work. And if your greatest work is so great that it makes everything else look like it's pale in comparison, then people are going to naturally look at it and say, well, she's been dropping off consistently. Well, really, yeah. she's just a great motherfucker. And nobody has seen, I've said this before, when you see greatness, you confuse it with with just apathy and people just giving you something because they think you're great. But no, it's not that. You just never seen this type of greatness before in your life. Like the Patriots, we hadn't seen that type of greatness sustained over fucking decades in our lifetimes. And so people yeah. kind of took it for granted. People were taking for granted the Kansas City Chiefs. The people taking for granted Beyonce. And this is from the number one Beyonce hater. Well, let me let me ask you this. So so <laughs> So, Carol J, you you said, oh, look at her face. You you already just. I'm sorry, baby. You got to look at some previous episodes. Me and Beyonce got a a, a real a they real tortured past. Back to, back to '99. It but go back. We got beef going back decades. Since you are a a fan, you just admitted that. What was your true feelings about Renaissance? Just coming from a true fan, and again, you know, just your opinion about how you felt about. It. Okay, so okay. <laughs> Um, that that um, lemonade homecoming tour type lover of Beyonce, and this was for my. How can I say this? This was this was house music. This was for my flamboyant people, right? Mm -hmm. Say it, <laughs> say it, say it, say it. Okay, so this is for my gay individuals. Yeah, we 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 believe you. We know. We heard yeah. it. And it it gave me a few bangers, but it wasn't something like okay, yeah, let me let me do this for my man listening to this Beyonce it, album. It it, it felt very vogueish. Vogueish, yeah. I wanted to. Oh, and you know what? You know what? Yes, I I model, so yes, I would hit the moves when I was listening to Beyonce, but not not not. With it, my it was it, it was, was a gimmick. It was it it's was a gimmick. It was. It was pre. It was pre-game. You in the mirror getting dressed. Yes. But it wasn't when you got to the club. Right. It wasn't. 
Debo, I feel like gimmicky is harsh on that. I, I think it was experimental when it comes to Beyonce because it's not, it's definitely not along the lines of her normal music. Well, but, she did, oh, I'm sorry, you know, my bad. I was gonna say you're you're on the right track because major, okay, at her <laughs> at her concerts, there are a lot of gay men. Yeah, they stand for Beyonce. So I know I, I don't. They didn't came for me in the comments tons of times. I, I know, and they'll be back again. It seems. Right. <laughs> she she made that for them because she could see that they were voguing. They were doing all the all the moves for it and the dances. So I think she was doing it to cater more towards them this go round. Yeah. Instead of like, so, yes, my girls, you got you girls are independent. We're feminist. Fuck these niggas. But we love them. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And yeah, I want to so, make it clear. I think that's why. Quick, I think that's why I say of that community. I'm not saying that because it wasn't. It, it wasn't meant that way. It's just saying musically is what we're talking about. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, but this is why I say gimmicky, and I'm not trying to downplay it because it's a good album. But like when you want to placate to a specific audience, you may do that in a song or two. You don't dedicate the whole album to that. Well, uh, see, I disagree because I, I feel like this is the kind of thing that we um, praise like actors for, right? Showing range, showing that you're not always playing the same, you know, character all the time. And I feel like this is like, hey, I can do dance, dance hall, or whatever. Not dance hall, sorry, that's uh, Jamaican. But like dance music, which is. Funny enough, about a week or two prior to that, Drake tried to do the same thing with Honestly Nevermind, and that was a, that, that was a flop. Um, so I thought she did, I even wrote it. I, I think I wrote it on Facebook. Beyonce just did what Drake was trying to do better than Drake. Um, because it came out like a week apart, or like two weeks apart. Um, it's not my favorite album, uh, not by a long stretch. But um, I think... I, I applaud the attempt to even try it. Yeah. So right. uh, give something to the fan base. I mean, I can agree with you. We do applaud actors for getting out of their shell. But I feel like this is different because this is music. Because, and personally, I just watched half of the city of Atlanta, probably two thirds of the city of Atlanta, kill Andre 3000 for coming out with that flute album. And he was doing the same thing, but people wanted more of the same. And I feel like this can also apply to Beyonce. I'm not saying that I think she was much more successful in her attempt at it than Three Stacks, because my God, the flute album, Jesus yeah, Christ. But the flute album was after over a decade of not having anything. Yeah, so and that's like, the thing. Yeah, that's over a decade of not having too. anything. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that point. Like, like, don't let that be. Yeah, don't let that be your first time, you know, dipping your toe in the water for a solo and you don't do what people have been wanting you to do for years, you know. For 10 they, years, goddammit. Yeah, for, for more than a decade. So I just, I, and the reason why I was asking that is because, it's not because I wanted to necessarily be right or wrong in a, in a discussion or anything like that. It was just saying, am I looking at it the wrong way? Was I looking at what Jay-Z was saying from a standpoint of, what you're saying has relevance to it because not only because of who you are, but what you're saying is true that black artists are getting constantly disrespected or is the timing wrong? Because you're like, dang, you know, 
my wife has been doing all this great stuff, but dang, you pick like, why can't you talk about this four or five years ago before Renaissance when it was just okay? Some people will disagree with that and say, you're crazy. This is great. But it doesn't stack up to the other stuff that she's done in that manner. Let me answer your question by posing a question to you. Are you married? Yeah. Nigga, are you married? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Are you going to hold your wife down in right or wrong? Yes. So then that's the end of the fucking question. That's the end of the fucking oh, statement. Good. He's holding his wife down. Regardless of time, it don't fucking matter. He's holding his wife down. Oh, Debo, Debo, Debo. You know, no, no. You know who holding their wife down? Goddamn Monique husband, nigga. <laughs> that's who holding Nigga, that's wife a whole nother conversation. That's who holding their wife down, nigga. <laughs> you start some shit. I ain't touching. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. Why is Rakim top 15? Who the hell's vouching for that dude? Did who I the, miss something? Who the fuck is Rakim? You mean Rakim? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Nah, Ezra called him right the first time. His nigga name is yeah. Rakim. Because he is what too high. Name? He need to be sent down below. Yeah. He, hey, Kendrick Lamar at two is uh. It's some bullshit. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Wake up. Please, please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Playing more music online. This is your favorite radio station. Your number one internet radio station. Playing only the best music in the world. This is your number one. Radio station. Can you blame me? You are now listening to the radio show ATL. He keep on calling, yeah. Saying he missing and wanting me over and over. <laughs> Must be the pandemic or something, cause I haven't heard from him. Not even a word from him. I'm thinking my curving him. Might wanna flirt with him. I ain't got nothing else to do, but I know that he ain't deserving of it. My girls would be pissed if I even had thoughts about it I wanna talk about it, I just posted up He probably saw that shit, he tryna get back in Tryna hit it again, I just might let him in Now I know, I know, I know that I know better, better And I know I told myself that I would never, ever He want closure, me take your clothes off He wanna hold you, it's over, he different now He tryna show you, don't fold and let him come over Keep your composure, I'm sober I need a shot with a little bit of soda So I could think about it I could do it out it I'm a little stressed up in this mess And I could use somebody Can you blame me? Can you, can you blame me? When I'm feeling the way I do When I'm trying to think it through Can you, can you blame me? Keep on calling, yeah Faking and claiming like you want a shorty back He wanna play with me, already know that's cap He's on my body, yeah, he wanna slide in Try me, there's a fact now, Wait a minute, it's been a minute Am I finished? I mean really finished Here I go again, all in my head When I could have him all in my bed I know, I know, I know I could do better, better And I know I told myself that I would never, ever He won't close, you I mean take your clothes off He wanna hold you, it's over He different at any trying to show you Don't fold and let him come over Keep your composure, I'm sober with a little bit of soda So I could think about it I could do it out it I'm a little stressed up in this mess And I could use somebody Can you blame me? 
and you know you can't force nobody to stay but let me tell you what i came for ain't gotta tell you on the side i want the main course you've been on my mind for a couple of weeks i don't want to wait for a day more so we can keep talking about the past so we can put the past behind us it ain't about who hit it first it's about who hit it last so come and put that ass on top of me take a seat on the wood i got the mahogany let's triangles maybe isosceles grab your ankles so you can watch a scene then you can tell your ex why he obsolete uh don't answer his phone calls you should block him and act like your phone off better yet if he hit you while i'm hitting it you should answer while you get your moan on yeah i'm petty and present you know who gonna be there when your heart need a repair taking time out of his day to pray for you when you ain't even know you need prayer look i'ma put the ball in your court i done left it all on the floor think as long as you want you can be involved with the ball or treat it like a trophy you deserve all of your awards never get lost in your thoughts when you get rid of your boot and you get all of your applause if and when you decide to cut them off just ask can you blame me Take off all your armor. This- 
listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. No, the universe. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She tearing at my back. She's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She tearing at my back. She's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She tearing at my back. She's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She know how to act. Let's hit the club with a women, keep it posted. On the coast, low riders be the dopest. Pack shows, drinking leaders, what we toasting. Girl drunk off the henny and mimosa. With her girls all alive, want a close up. Cause she saw us pull up with the chauffeur. VIP pop bottles on the late night. And the cush that you smoking make you take flight. This a party in the midst, they got the club lit. And Funk Nab only known to drop them raw hits. On the coast, by the mansion, play the big star. And every time we on the mic, we got them sick bars. This a new wave, so you better take five. And sexy women in the spot, they know it's shake time. Put your cups in the air, we bout to get them crunk. And sexy women in the spot, screaming shake something. Tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She tearing at my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She tearing at my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She's tearing on my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing on my back. She know how to act. Oh boy, Gully or Mr. Cohiba. Slid off the Remy, I don't even need a reason. Tryna smack it out the park, so you know I'm batting clean up. You saying Remy and Henny, now drink up Cerebral on a flight, cause the weed was some creeper. Pretty lady at the bar, and I'm checking out her features. Dipples in her face, got some dimples in her butt. The M bar, we in public, and I'm like, can I touch it? But she a vibe, I'm a vibe. We a vibe, but take another shot, I'm tryna see your other side. Mm. Taste Bacardi, we came to party to the club up like Joker and Harley. About three gallons in, can I get this pint in? I smoke, I drink, I pray, I sin, I drink, I smoke, then do it all again. About four gallons in, can I get this pint in? Tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She tearing at my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She tearing at my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She's tearing at my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing at my back. She know how to act. Never is what I don't say. Playing only the best music in the world. This is your number one. Radio station. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. I'm off of this drink, my brain get to moving like Aye. into the muffin. We got it at least. Talk to myself like you really the one. Answer right back like who fucking with me. I keep it back, I'm in it, but it ain't off a rap. How the fuck that makes sense when it sounded like this? And niggas ain't spitting, I feel out of place. But fucking the real still got shit to say. I was done with it all. Went through some shit you would never believe. We supposed to be dogs. You quit on the team. You never was solid. You folded and creased. Type of shit you can't teach. That in a thousand, I'm keeping it G. How to reload it? I'm ready to squeeze, no time for the cabin, just pull the shit backwards, I'm back with the heat What's up with you killer shit, maintaining, living day to day, man you know how it go I really be good for the most, but shit ain't the same since my mama been gone They got a choice, though, gotta be strong, I got a family at home, I can't let it show But sometimes a nigga be all on the edge like wrestling, ready to stretch him, please do not test him Gotta stay focused, I'm making these moves on the low, on the hush like a Tesla I'm in the room with the owners, investors, fuck that I'm cut from a whole different texture Alpha Omega, I'm stepping, I'm trying to run this shit up like elections and 
I talk to God on my own, never trusted the Reverend. I'm still out here seeing these blessings. I was stressed, my nigga. Don't know how we make a way. Now it's blessed, my nigga. While we live in better days. Oh, yeah, there's a ribbon for the realest in the sky. All limits for the tribes. Looking up like my God, yeah. Never is what I don't say. They don't make my kind no more, they know I don't pray And that's facts on facts, can't cap my rap If I get knocked off, I'ma snatch that back All my babies need racks on racks I put that shit on everything S.E.S.F. and as long as I'm breathing Niggas suit up for more teams than the reason Do anything for the fame and the sleep Don't open the blinds, the real niggas see through Shit, we already peeped you Lying so much in these songs that they start to believe it too Shit, we cannot fuck with you Ain't finna lie like I'm out in these streets Keep me your plug, that's where the leaves I'm watching LeBron and AD from the suite Tied up the series, avoided the sweep Chicken with Caesar, drinks in the freezer Ain't had no yak, had to sip on tequila But fuck it, we lit Used to be short on the rent My nigga, I just didn't quit My Foot on the pedal, bro, we had to level up I need to Chips with the dipping shit, all the etc. Apple and Henny pre rolls of the medical. That's all I need, I can't fuck with the metal. Timing is perfect ahead of my schedule. Darkest the days, but the shit made us weatherproof. Confidence raining, it's through the roof. Dog, I'm forever myself, I could never lose. Ain't got shit to prove, but my foot on their neck, I can't let it loose. And this shit gon' hit, gotta leave a bruise. And I did it my way, nigga, fuck the rules. And did it for Dago like seven nodes. If we up, then it's up different. Latitude, man, it's looking bright. I promise they throw me that shade, but they will not ever come fuck on my life. Right? I stressed my nigga, don't know how we. Make a way, now it's blessed, my nigga. While we live in better days, oh yeah, there's a ribbon for the realest in the sky. All limits for the tryhards, looking up like my God, yeah. Never is what I don't say. They don't make my kind no more, they know I don't pray. And that's facts on facts, can't cap my rap. If I get knocked off, I'ma snatch that back. All my babies need racks on racks, I put that shit on them. I swear to one goal, the one promise I had was put the whole city all over the map. Already a legend up out of my section, I bet the South Bay of the city can tell it. I don't do that hating, I never been jealous, you grinding, and I'ma respect it, my nigga. Chess over checkers, my nigga, I'm supposed to be here. Like, what you expected, my nigga? Head life was a trip, but I'm finding my balance. They want me to fall, but you see where I'm standing. Study the game. Like I'm man and prepare for the moment, man. Nothing was handed to reach for the stars, but you still got a plan and look out with a line. Still giving them game every verse, every line. All this to myself, it was all on due time. Shit, a real nigga still in this prime. I'm stressed, my nigga. Don't know how Shit, we make a way. Now it's blessed, my nigga. While we live in better days. Oh, yeah, there's a ribbon for the realest in the sky. All limits for the tribes. Looking up like my God, yeah. Never is what I don't say. They don't make my kind no more, they know I don't pray And that's facts on facts, can't cap my rap If I get knocked off, I'ma snatch that back All my babies need racks on racks I put that shit on everything You are now listening to The Radio Show Fair I haven't listened to a single Beyonce album front to back. There you go. And that's my point. I, if I hear it on the radio, I hear it on the radio. I'm not listening to Beyonce's fucking album cuts and trying to determine if that bitch is good. Because it ain't. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so we're back. All right, Chris had to bounce. You gonna have the information for On The Go podcast in the podcast description. Make sure and check them out. They are the sports authority. They all off into it on all sports. Totally educated with that. 
But with that being said, my brother is not here, but I'm going to steal his segment. One got to go this week. I'm going to take control of it because I'm doing it. Who's going to tell me I can't? So I am. I All mean, right? I was going to do it if you didn't want me to. I got one lined up. Been had one lined up for a minute, nigga. Oh, you do? Well, you know what? Do. I'm a, I'm going to concede. I had one, but no. If you've been holding on for one for a second, please. Hell yeah, I got you one. And it's actually yes, not even one got to go. It's one got to stay. So you can only pick one. And it's action stars. You can only pick one action star to save you and save your life in a fight. Who you going to pick? And it's not actual stars. It's actually like characters from like movies. All right. Yeah, I'm with it. All right, so we got this. You can only pick one, one movie character to save your life in a fight. The other three gonna try to come and kill you. Okay, so the movie star, the movie characters that you can pick from is Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible, so Tom Cruise's character. Okay, John Wick, which is uh, Keanu Reeves' character from John Wick. Gerard Butler's character from Olympus Down. So he's the guy who saved the president from the, you know, in the White House. And he had like three movies. He was pretty damn badass. Okay. All right. And then the last one is, hold on. I'm sorry. Let me get it back up. The last one is uh, Jason Bourne. So Matt Damon's character. So you can okay. pick Jason Bourne, Gerard Butler's character from uh, White House Down, John Wick. Or Ethan Hunt from Mission Possible. Yeah. Zeno, you muted, bro. Real quick, Debo, you said you have to pick one and the other mm -hmm. three are gonna kill you. You gotta pick one to to protect you. The other three from are gonna try to kill you. Okay, John Wick. That was about to say it. John Wick? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, Bobby. I got you. I'm with him, John Wick D, and that damn dog Daisy. He gonna protect us. Mm. Man, mm. you know, Devo, I'm gonna go with Ethan Hunt, man. Because Ethan Hunt is that nigga, dog. If you see, if you seen that last Mission Impossible, which was absolutely amazing, that movie is so good. If you haven't seen it. It's streaming on Paramount Plus right now. It's so good. It's unbelievable. But he will keep you safe, I feel like. So he'd be my Absolutely. choice, man. Absolutely. I feel like... Can I make a comment? Me, yes, please. Sorry. I was, I was just going to say, to counter that, Ethan Hunt is really good if you need someone to jump, you know, like a long <laughs> like skill building or something. To do a crazy stunt. Right, right, right. You know? But saving people is usually like avenging something. Like, oh, mm. so, so got killed, or you know, someone got his whole team got axed in the first movie. So, like, I don't know. He's not really saving people. You know, he's so I, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. He he definitely his whole team got killed. But I feel like he didn't have a longevity. Because he got like 10 movies at this point, which is more than everybody else's movies, I think, almost combined. So, like, the longevity of Ethan Hunt and every mission after mission, I feel like he didn't seen it all. However, to me, it boils down to Baba Yaga, John Wick, and Jason Bourne. 
And if I'm going to have to pick one, as much as I love John Wick, I'm going to have to go with Jason Bourne. Because Jason Bourne is still alive, right? John Wick died, right? John Spoiler Wick alert, Jesus. Spoiler Listen, alert. Listen, tell me, tell me, that's a three-year-old movie. We don't know John Wick dead, then what the fuck we doing here? Debo, you would be surprised with the shit that will come from people who are like, God damn it, I was just getting ready to watch that. Don't I, I don't care because you could have seen the movie. If you if you can't tell you a fan of John Wick, you ain't seen John Wick before. That's crazy, Wait, but I feel you. Kara, you hadn't seen it yet? Well, hell no. You ain't seen John Wick before? <laughs> so he did. <laughs> I mean, it's implied. I don't know if he did or not. He It's implied. Uh, they got the new show out. I ain't seen the new show, but I'm the, sorry for spoiling you. The show is a prequel. Um, oh, see, there we go. But I mean, I'm going to pick Jason Bourne because I feel like their skill sets are similar. Yeah. But Jason Bourne is a spy, so he's Devo, he can get away with the shit and this not... Is why, this is why you and Diva are best buddies, because she be spoiling shit all the time with no... Come out, come out. You spo spoiler period is over. How long is the spoiler period? A year? <laughs> Two years? I mean, uh, that movie came out in 2021. You, you, you gotta it's warn it's people just in case they haven't seen it. It's the latest movie in the franchise. If it's the latest movie in the franchise, you have to say spoiler alerts. Oh my goodness. Spoiler alert. Put it on the screen now. Spoiler alert. Tom Wick is dead. I don't know. You can't unhear it. Wait, have you seen it, 16? No, I haven't. Diva completely spoiled the last James Bond movie. For, didn't even warm up, didn't even try. Just wait, wait, how right long through. ago was it that it had aired? Because Nigga, this it is was my in, it was still in the theater when she spoiled it. But it my but John Wick 4 is not in the theater. As a matter of fact, it's on like on demand. It like just, you could go rent that thing got, from Netflix. It was on Peacock. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Please continue your point. Because poor Carol, she looked like she wanted to just cry. Why why <laughs> are you the way you are? I just you gotta blame my mom on that one. She wasn't good, she wasn't right. That is I blame her and my daddy for, for that matter, because he ain't shit neither. But <laughs> they, they they both ain't shit and they made an ain't shit nigga. But I have to go with Jason Bourne just because I feel like Jason Bourne is more of a spy level assassin type nigga that can get away with shit. Even though John Wick is an assassin too, I feel like he is in an assassin world where it's okay to just murder and just get away with it. And Jason Bourne is doing that shit on a secret tip. And I feel like he's going to be able to protect me without being seen more than John Wick. And if I have to pick one of them to, to protect me, I'm going to pick Jason Bourne. Yeah, Maybe. you see, if it, if it was just a protection job, I would agree with you. But the moment you said they have to defend you against the other three, they do guys like, defend. And John Wick has defended more. You're right, though. And, and you might change your mind because John Wick does defend against multiple motherfuckers. We have seen that shit. Yeah, but if it's straight up just protection job, yeah, maybe, maybe born. I could see that. Diva, how long you been holding on to this one, man? I got a couple of them, bro. I didn't. I mean, your brother been talking about them. I got a couple of them for you. Man, just on the nights that he ain't come around, you know, easy. I don't know where you at tonight, but uh, you know, just in case. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know how much like we never really talk about like, hey man, I'm probably gonna take your segment from you. He probably he might not like it, but hey, hey, it's it's these it's Debo segment tonight, baby. <laughs> there it is. Debo's <laughs> one gotta go, baby. Uh, you just mark the screen out. Take out easy. Put Debo in. 
Devo on there. I might just do that just for laughs. He's not gonna like that. <laughs> and that's more, and that's more of a reason to do it. And I'm do equally it. pissed off people just like him because I'm spoiling shit. Absolutely, because I'm gonna tell you right now, because uh if you ever meet Lady CJ, it's on site because she is not happy. It's on site. I'm sorry. I think Beyonce is a great artist. I can't lie. I don't. I don't. I don't. On myself, daddy. See, you just, I'm sorry. I can't. I'll make it up some other way. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's on site. It's on site. But I tell you what, is not on site. <laughs> he's, he's not on site right now. But that was his one gotta go segment that Debo took over, doing a great job. You are now listening to the radio show. Why are you gonna make me cry? You don't make me cry. <laughs> I mean, we all we all like skin on here. We can't help it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so we're at the we got to rename this segment the ATL Diva Random segment because it's it's what she does, you know. Even though she's not here, Diva, you know I love you. I know you're gonna see this and be like, "What did I do to catch these strays?" You know, you know it's all love between us most of the time, most of the time. But uh, it's time for random. Um, Everybody's here. They know how it goes. You know, it's whatever's on your chest that you want to get off. It could be something profound. It could be a rant. It could be anything that you feel like you need to express. You can take the show wherever you want to go. And it's an important segment because it allows for fiery rant sometimes. But I want to go to my man, Zeno. Zeno is usually having the randoms that are nuanced and they have, you know, thought behind them and everything. Or maybe my, today might be the day that Dino, Zeno goes straight ratchet. You, who knows? But Zeno, man, what, what you got on your mind? No, I'll save my ratchet for election day. Um, All right. So before I go into my thing, uh, just quick shout out to the Super Eagles. That, uh, that's the Nigerian soccer team. They're in the finals of the African Cup of Nations this Sunday. So shout out to them. Um, my thing, um, my rap is about the Facebook post I had today, and it's uh, this word rhino, right? So it's an acronym for Republican in name only. Uh, they throw it around a lot. Um, I think it, it came from like the George Bush days, and I think they used it to target John McCain because he was very you know used to like voting you know, all sorts of ways. That's why he got the name Maverick. Fox no. News, I think, was the first person, first ones to say Rhino, Fox. Yeah. Fox News, right. yeah. yeah. So now it's it's used solely for, oh, you're against Trump, or you don't do what the MAGA king wants you to do, therefore you're a Rhino. Uh, the latest person who was brandished for that was uh, Senator James Langford from uh, Oklahoma. Um, he's a Republican, and the reason is he had worked on this um, border bill, right? Because th there's been high numbers of border crossings. You had worked in this border bill with with um, Democrats, and it's like the most conservative bill um, regarding the border in like decades. And it had it's support. a good bill. It's a good bill too. Well, yeah, yeah, and it had bipartisan support. It was going to go through, and then Trump was like, "You got to kill this bill because the the whole idea is like I'm running for for election this year. I don't want to give Joe Biden a win. Kill this bill. So then you have you know his lackeys in the House coming on news like Nancy Mace and Mike Johnson and all these. You talking about oh it's a terrible bill, and Langford rightfully so was like you guys haven't read the bill. It's three hundred and seventy whatever pages. We haven't sent it to you. 
how do you know it's a bad bill? So then he starts getting named a rhino and this. And I've seen comment sections on like YouTube and Twitter and all that stuff. So it's pretty bad, but that's the state of where we are now. You know, you can't, if you try to legislate, um, that's no longer allowed in today's Republican Party. So rhino, that's my rant. No, I, and it's funny because I was going to talk about uh, that same shit. Um, and I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, it's kind of funny to me that no matter if a Democrat is completely conservative and agrees with a, a Republican, they're going to say that the Democrat is wrong purely just because it serves a narrative. It's mind boggling that if you actually read the bill, the bill has like a, 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 a rule that if the total, if if the uh, migrants come over the border in a total of 5,000 over in a day, that the border is completely shut down for weeks. Mm-hmm. That's very conservative and they still won't co-sign on that shit. That's kind of crazy to me. That's what it's they've been asking for. That's what they've been asking for. It's what they want. They yeah. wanted so many millions devoted to 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 funding like border protection and getting more agents down there and doing safety checks and they still won't sign and it's it's purely just because donald trump is your daddy yeah and, but, it's but, kind of you know, crazy to me once upon a time right it, it used to be like oh i'm a i'm a republican because of this or i'm a democrat because of this like we you, you have um disagreements on like policy issues on whether you know to to have big government or small government, on whether to um, tax the rich or tax the poor, whatever. Now it's it's a you're not just the enemy, but you're almost evil if you're the other side. So to them, it's like, oh, if the Democrats like this, then it must be bad, you know, because they are the devil. So I definitely can't vote for this. So that's that's where we are now. It's just it's sad that the, it just shows that divide and the fact that. We actually pay these these people to legislate is ridiculous. So, anyway, that's my thing. All right, all right. So, I, I want to hear from my homegirl, Lady CJ. Um, who listen? She don't get enough credit for it when she on here. She known to have a rant or two in her, you know, in her wheelhouse or whatever. So, Carol, what's on your mind? <sighs> It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot on my mind. But I'm going to keep it classy and cute today. So what was on my mind was the Super Bowl. And, you know, um, I know this is weird, but so many thoughts are going through my head. Um, with Taylor Swift, Usher, um, even President Biden, if he comes to the Super Bowl, should he speak? Should he do something? Should Kamala talk? I it's so many thoughts. Where which way did you want me to go first? It's this is right. You can do whatever you can go, take it wherever you want to. Okay, it's up to you. So, so you know it is um that season. It's it's about to you know voting is coming upon us. Is it really worth it for Biden to, you know, go to the Super Bowl? Should he talk to the people? Should he talk to the... Go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Did he go to the Super Bowl? Like, physically? Um, no. 
But should he do the annual thing where they have um, the interview with the president or whatever? Yes. Because you don't wanna you don't wanna act like someone's different, you know? Keep up well, appearances. Should he be the one talking though? Because I mean Why not? I feel like Kamala has a little more sense at this moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel I no, I feel like the whole oh he's old and senile thing is overblown. Um <laughs> I mean, Trump literally was trying to talk about Nikki Haley and he kept calling her, sorry, he kept calling Nancy Pelosi Nikki Haley. Or there was another thing, another thing he said earlier. The point is, yes, they're both septuagenarians and Biden, I think he's, is he closing on 80? Maybe even yeah. over? So yeah. um, they're both old AF. Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, he's president, he's running for president. If you're like, oh, do the interview, but Kamala should do it, then he really shouldn't be running for president. We, yeah, like he has to be able to go out there and still do those interviews. Um, so on the on the Biden thing, no, don't go to Vegas, but yes, do the interview. Okay, well, all right. Since we're talking about Vegas as well, this should be a big old showcase for Usher. But I'm tired of hearing about Taylor Swift. I'm not a Taylor Swift hater. But I feel like just because she talks to or she's dating that football player, everyone's making a big deal because I believe it was on Club Shay Shay. He said that Taylor Swift was this big deal, even compared to Beyonce. But I think like this is Usher's time to shine. I really don't think that we need, you know, we don't really need to showcase Taylor as much. What do y'all think? She's a cash cow. The NFL gonna do it because she a cash cow. People, the the numbers don't lie. People, more people are tuning in to the the games that she's attending to because they want to catch a glimpse of her. That's just why they show her fifteen times during the uh, telecast. So That's the camera pans there. You know. Yeah, it's gonna show her cheering on Travis Kelsey or or boo or whatever her dancing. They are gonna show all of that That's because. She moves the needle. She is the white person. She's the white version of Beyonce for for white women. Like legit, that's her. Yeah. That's their thing. They love. Have it. you guys seen so, that dance that she created? Uh, I think it's called the Swag Surf. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you go, if, if you go, if you go, and you look at a previous episode that's out there, uh, yeah. we, uh, we we spoke at length about. Uh, just yeah, go back and watch or listen to that episode. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah, we just we just talked about that. Please go in the archives and check that out if you haven't. We had some um, interesting commentary on uh, this new craze called swag surfing that's 15 years old. All right. Um, I do want to say I, I think some of the the hate that's been levied her way is a bit extreme. I know that's not what you're doing. I, um, I'm just saying. Some people are a bit extreme about it. Um, the it's the NFL. CBS is like, oh, let's always do put pan the camera her way. Um, I, I think there's enough celebrities at the Super Bowl that I'm hoping they will pan cameras to other people that are there. That oh, here's um, I don't know who would be there. Ludicrous. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's another person. You know, um, but. I, I have no doubt Usher's gonna kill it. And the, the 15 minutes, it's gonna be squarely on him. 
I really hope they're not like, oh, Usher's doing well. Let's see what Taylor Swift thinks about Usher's performance. Yeah, no, it's if they came to Taylor Swift while Usher is dancing, that's go- black people gonna write. I swear I'm to you, sure, I'm sure that there's gonna be they a gonna rock bet on, on that if they're gonna pan, pan the camera to see her pretending like she knows all the Usher songs. You know why they try to yeah. pan to her or whatever. Exactly. Um, but um, Lady CJ, it's not that football player. It's Travis Kelsey. I know. He's the number one tight end and has been for like the last. She is, she, she's so not interested. You see, she is unbothered. The shade she's is like, so real, boy. I it's feel so it. real. Wait, wait, wait. No shade. No teeth, no shade. I went to dinner with my dad sometime last year, like early when they started like dating. And um, my dad was like, oh, you've been hearing about this this uh, guy that Taylor Swift's dating. Uh, I'm guessing he's like famous now. I'm like, Dad, he's, he, he literally went in the first round in every fantasy football draft as a tight end. Um, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer right now. If he walks, he's gonna off be a Hall of Famer. Regard, yeah, exactly. Travis Kelsey is legit, even without the Taylor Swift thing. You know, he looks like a Georgia State trooper with that haircut. <laughs> I don't know that man. Yeah, you should. You should watch his. Um, you should watch his Listen, SNL. But I got you. Listen, black women love Travis Kelsey. You know, he used to date a, he dated several black women. Badass black women. And they love Travis Kelsey. They love that little white chocolate man. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. He's got swag. He's got more swag than Patrick Mahomes. Big yeah. facts. Big facts. Mahomes, Mahomes Sr.'s illegitimate son. So check, oh, my God. So check, check this out. I, You know, this segment could have went many different ways as far as what I was going to. But it kind of maybe centers around it, but I want to take it into So this is February. It's Black History Month. It's polarizing any way you want to say it. You know, it's Black History Month. They give us the shortest month of the year. What does it really mean? What do we focus on? All this stuff. I wanted to bring up the fact that no matter what happens nowadays, when you have an argument about something that has to do with race or you have something, you, you ever notice how much white people cling to MLK? They bring him up about everything. They talk about his works with everything. And then I thought about something. The way they bring up and they and, you know, Martin Luther King is somebody who is well respected throughout the world, not just in the black community. He's a real well respected figure throughout the world. But if he existed today, the same white people that hold him up, oh, my God, the flamethrower they would take to this man on Fox News, if he existed today, they hold him up like this now because he's dead. It's easier to do it because he ain't here no more. But if that man was alive today doing the stuff that he was doing then, he would be vilified. They would be ripping him. Tucker Carlson would be talking shit about MLK all day. But it's cool to hold him up now because he's not here. He doesn't have a voice. Same thing with when like Muhammad Ali was, a, was alive. He didn't become the figure that he became until he lost his ability to talk. Then everybody was cool with calling him the greatest. But when he was able to talk, it's like, oh, man, he out of pocket, man. He, you know, get this guy out of here with all his race talk and all that stuff. So I'm just saying, I just feel like, you know, white people do a lot of holding up at MLK, but they would be crucifying that man if he were alive today. Fox News would light him up if he were here today. I might be off base, but I don't think I'm off base. They light him up. I want to agree with you, and I do agree with you for the most part. But I feel like they don't hold Malcolm up. And because they don't hold Malcolm up, I feel like maybe MLK's, they might still hold up MLK. I don't know. I, I don't know. Safer. You can't say. 
MRK is safe. He is safe. wasn't with the shit. He wasn't with that shit at all. <laughs> he wasn't with the shits. That's, no. that's the point. So that's the difference. He's safe. And that's that's what I'm getting at is that it's safe to go to that point. Because I hear people say this stuff. Oh, the country doesn't have a, 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 a skin problem. We have a sin problem. Bullshit. It is a skin problem. Big time. Still to this day. So they still hold him up like that. I'm just saying. A couple of things. Um, I, I do think, I, I think uh, Malcolm X is held in higher esteem than when he was alive, for sure. But definitely not in the same esteem as MLK, to, to your point. Um, I, <laughs> the, you're so right about, um, MLK is held in this regard now that he can't, you know, continue speaking out against injustice and all that stuff. Because you see, um, that, that light-skinned dude from, uh, Grey's Anatomy, uh, Jesse something? Jesse, Jesse Williams. Williams. Yeah. Jesse Williams, yeah. 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 I mean, he, he goes and like, you make, he, he speechifies, you know, he's really good about it. Um, and you know, they're like, oh, he's. You know, oh, they're always complaining. You know, it's like they're always trying to police how to complain about stuff. Is yep. they, they want to say, I, I, I don't want to stop you from complaining about um, being oppressed. I just think you should complain in this way. I was like, no, you don't get to police how no. you know, we we express what's wrong with us. Um, it's, it's facts. Yeah, but and then I also want to say. It's really great that you use the word crucify, that they would crucify because honestly, if Jesus was alive today, they would crucify. They cru- because <laughs> here's, here's some breaking news for our counterparts is that um, Jesus looked like a foreigner that you probably were hoping was on some type of banned Muslim list. He's not yeah. blonde hair with blue eyes. He probably looks more like Mohammed than uh, Jason or Me. Johnny or whatever he looks like. But they would man, they wouldn't get that man the time of day if he stopped at his door because he looked too foreign. What they say on uh, on the boondocks, he looked of terrorist descent. So no, <laughs> they would not. They would not give him any props on that. They would. Yeah. And and, so, and Jesus is the kind of person who say, "Oh, welcome this into welcome the refugees. You yes. know, um, feed, give money to the poor. Don't give money to the to the rich. Don't do taxes to the rich. Do the, Jesus would be a socialist." You know, so and we all know how they feel about that. So I right. just I just felt like it needed to be out there because I just see the same figures getting thrown out there all the time. And it's like, but are you really understanding what the cause was? I just felt like that needed to be said because I, I, I see that propped up all the time and it just gets old because they're gonna do the same thing with Colin Kaepernick 30 years from now. They'll be like, This is what the yes. you know he got for it's like man, they that, that man was banned from the game forever. So miss me with that shit is basically what I'm saying. Miss me with that shit. Yeah, I Did still want to like take a knee at like Hawks games during the national anthem just because, <laughs> just to, just to see what the response would be. I haven't done it yet, but I want to. Hey, listen, we ever there together, you know, I'll be there with you, man. It might be rough yeah. getting to the car, but we could try it. We no, I'm with, it. It. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with all the smoke. Um, so I guess it's my turn, and this has probably been the most constructive, like educational, uh, uh, uh rant segment that we didn't ever had it's walking i'm about to i'm about to nigify this shit for you because last week i talked about these restaurants having these fucked up hours in regards to when they service people like you're open from noon to three and you shut down from three to 4 45 and you open up from 4 45 to eight okay so i went back to the same restaurant went back when they were open because and i'm gonna shout them out because the food was phenomenal 
I'm not gonna say the food wasn't good, but the fucking service was ass, bro. I went to this truck called Craven Caribbean up here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And first off, I'm too old to order food now. And it's it's relevant because they are in a food hall. Do you know what a food hall is? Food halls when they have a bunch of different restaurants, right? Except for this really ain't a food hall. This is more so like a hole in the wall because you walk into this, they're part of like a bunch, like a multi-food hall, but it's just one room. And the room has four screens on the wall with four or five different restaurants that you can choose from. I'm talking about not just screens on the wall. They just basically iPads plastered into the fucking wall with each restaurant that you got to pick the food from. Then you got to scan on your app to try to fucking... You got to go on the app to scan them to let you know that you're there for the food and you're ready to order. Then you got to wait for some big dude to come through the fucking door and yell your name to get your food. The worst fucking experience I ever had in my fucking life. Because first off, they don't provide instructions on their goddamn website. What the fuck are we doing? Are we so technology-based that, oh, everything is through the app? Everything. What happened to just calling in the fucking order and going to pick it up at a fucking place? A food truck. Y'all got to do a fucking... A, a mass kitchen where every there's six different fucking restaurants in this one fucking kitchen and y'all coming to the door like fucking crack like i'm getting cracked i felt like i was doing a drug deal buying some fucking food bro you, you feel like you was in the episode of the wire like nigga if nigga i swear to god i thought i was out there fucking on the corner with my fucking uh uh what's his name d'angelo and fucking poop and all of them <laughs> niggas bro <laughs> I was out there in a hole in the wall, bro. Out there I got wildest. pictures. I'm sitting in the fucking group chat. I got fucking pictures of just a bunch of folks just standing around waiting on somebody to call their name to get their food. It's fucking crazy. It was dark. There was no fucking lights. I could have got mugged or shot or anything, nigga. It's fucking crazy. Fool people, y'all got to do better. Okay? Do better. I know you out here trying to get it. But goddamn, that's crazy. If you're going to be in a place like that, fucking put instructions on the website. Listen, y'all finna come into a hole in the wall. So when you get there, you're going to have to scan on the fucking picture on the wall to let me know that you're here. Then I'm going to come out and yell your name at the top of my fucking lungs so that you can come get your food. It's the most ignorant shit I've ever seen in my life. And you know what? I realized all these young folks, and I'm old now, apparently, all these young folks, they was okay with it. They used to it. They, they This is how they want to eat. They want to go to a place that don't have a fucking rating of if they, like, you know how you can go to a restaurant and see the rating from the food inspector? It ain't no rating on the door because it's just a hole in the wall, bro. So you, you don't know whether or not you was eating a 77 or, or a 90. I don't know what I was eating. If it was an A, B, C, D, or F, nigga. Oh, oh shit. Jesus. The nigga just bought me food in a plastic bag, nigga. So clearly, clearly, this is something that has irked your soul because this is two weeks in a row that you've been unhinged crazy person. Because so I'm okay be with serious. food trucks and I'm okay with a restaurant. I'm okay if you got a trailer you serving food out of. At least I can see you. But when you behind a closed fucking door and I can't see shit and there's no fucking branding nowhere, it's just iPads stuck on the fucking wall. That's crazy to me. And apparently that's a normal thing, not just in Charlotte, but in Atlanta too. And in motherfucking uh, Birmingham and in fucking Tampa. All these fucking cities have the same type of setup. Where do we where do we go wrong at people? Oh. Um, I got hey, hey, next time you go pick up something, just go ahead and put your alias. Just put Keith Lee. And then <laughs> put Keith Lee. Keith Lee. That's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what I gotta I think, do. I think I could put the stamp on this this segment right here that is random. Is that you sound like an old ass man right now, <laughs> and that's coming from me. 
I don't give a fuck. That shit is the craziest shit that I ever seen in my fucking life. You wouldn't eat food from a nigga handing you food from behind a closed door that you don't even know. Then the nigga had an accent, so you couldn't understand what he was fucking saying. Dabo? My name ain't Dabo, bitch. You sound like a boomer. (laughs) Call me what you want, motherfucker. You ain't eating no food out of no motherfucking handicapped-ass kitchen where nobody can see nothing. I can't wait to see these pictures. You can be like, yeah, I would. You you gonna, ooh, ooh, nope. I'm gonna send you the fucking pictures. Debo Debo Ratton. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Carol. Flag on the play. You ate this food and you didn't see them prepare this food, sir? Oh, no. I definitely ate the fuck out of that shit because I paid top dollar for that shit. Oh, my God. Well, it was good too. It was good too. No, Niggas, it was uh, it was oxtail uh, uh, ramen, which was delicious. Of course, delicious. it was oxtail. Were they Jamaican or, or, or it was that's a Jamaican spot? It was a Jamaican spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your, that, that's it. That's, that's it was it was it was Jamaican spot. Of course, I was going to support the black owned business. Uh, it was it was uh, oxtail pasta, and then my baby mama had uh, jerk chicken with rice and plantains. Caribbean. Rant extraordinaire from Debo. Rant over. Segment over. <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show. They are, they are. They are really good. They are like the sexiest vegetables. They're so good. Well, I don't want sexy. I want it to taste good. You're older than all of us. You should learn to like sexy vegetables. You're going to need them. Your joints need them. Yes, I'm, I'm good. You don't want to pull a muscle tying up your shoe, 16. I mean, it happens for me in your age. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. Another grand episode is in the books here. Bring a friend night. Now, Debo, you've been here basically every week for the last, I don't know, six months. So folks should know where to find you by now. Your information for my black friend will be in the podcast description. You make sure and show him some love. All right. But Zeno and Lady CJ, even though they are friends of the show, they're not here as often as we'd like them to be. But we definitely want to shine light on them. Zeno, man, you and Zeus, man, ZZ Talk Podcast. Any status updates on what's going on when we can expect some content? Let us know what's going on, man. I don't know if you can expect some content. Um, it's uh, it's one of those archive shows at this point. Um, it's out there. You can go check it out, ZZ Talk on YouTube yep. or uh, the ZZ Talk podcast on uh, Spotify. Um, but if we ever do, it might be like a, a twice a year thing, you know, just because Zeus and I like to like talk about stuff. Um, yep. Yeah, but as far as like new content, yeah, I can't, I can't commit to anything right now. Well, one thing I can say that we did talk about off air is that you will be joining us pretty regularly here, you know, as well. You know, when you got time, you'll be part of the show as well. So it's going to be good to have you on a more regular basis. So uh, the information for ZZ Talk will be in the podcast description. It's also on the screen if you want to see that as well, if you're watching on YouTube. Now we're going to swing it over because we always got to have some black girl magic around here. It's too many dudes and we always got to have some black girl magic. And we brought the Black Girl Magic from my homegirl, Lady CJ, one of our favorites around here. What you got going on? We don't have you around here enough. What we got? Well, um, I'm rebranding. I am trying to come back out with my podcast um, because, um, as you know, I am a teacher. And 
all my students found me, unfortunately. So I had to switch up my social media a little bit. So I'm on the, you know, for the next couple of weeks, I'm trying to rebrand, kind of relaunch because I miss podcasting. You know this. Yes. So, um, but I'm still on the typical Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I do have some shows on, uh, well, episodes on the, uh, what is it? Apple, Spotify. Yep. Anchor or well, Anchor is Spotify. Yep. You know, things have changed, yep. but I'm hoping to get back into it because I miss it and I feel like my voice. Yeah. No, it's it's true. And also, if you want to hear some more of Lady CJ, aka Carol J, she's been on several episodes of the show with us as well, doing Bring a Friend Night and interviewing people on the aftermath. So you can catch her here all the time. And I mean, you already know this. Anytime you want to, the door is wide open. But y'all both know this. Everybody who's on here knows that. You know, this door is wide open for everybody who is a friend of the show. Now, speaking of the show, the radio show ATL, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. And D, I'm going to do what you be telling me, man. I'm also going to brag about this stuff because we are top 200 Apple podcast still charting right now to this day. So, you know, definitely Appreciate the love that we're getting on that one. And everybody who's on this panel right now has had a hand and helped building that part of it. So I just want to say much love and thank you to Zeno, Lady CJ, Big Debo, man. Appreciate y'all. All right. And you know what? I'm going to see if uh, Zeno, man, do you, can you remember how I end off the show? I want to see if you can do it. Debo just stole it from him before. Can you, you, you think you got it? Let's see if you can do it. Uh, it. It's not just a radio show. It's the radio show. Close, closer, though. <laughs> How does it go? Tell us. All right. I'm a, oh, Devo, go steal it. Go for it. I got you. It's not just, you're not listening to a radio show or some radio show. It's the radio show, ATL. Hey. Yeah. Because I'm from Atlanta, nigga. Is. I can say that shit. I'm from Atlanta, baby. You know. There we go. All right. Because remember, every like and subscribe gets us another like and subscribe. So like and subscribe. All right. We appreciate y'all for listening and watching, and we will catch y'all next time. All right. So we cut it from right there. That was some good shit. That was good. I can't believe you people haven't seen John Wick. That's wild. Uh, It's been two years. Uh, Just go watch the movie. You'll be fine. I promise you. It's a great movie. Man, I'm telling you, this is why you and Diva get along. She said the same thing. She was like, well, just pretend I didn't hear it. I I, I told her, I was like, I can't unsee it. Like, I was was holding off. It was about to come to Paramount Plus the following week. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to watch. I love them Bond movies. And she just took a flamethrower to it. Like so okay, there's a difference between me and Diva. Okay, she when it's about to come to Paramount Plus, that's about a seven eight week period after. There are some differences. First of all, she's a lot better looking. Let's get that out there. I mean, I can't deny that she's. You're right. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ hyphen talk podcast. Like and subscribe. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's the Radio Show on Instagram. 
If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com.